0: Okay, welcome to episode 26 of Oscar wants a Sausage. I am Owen Marshall, I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Matthew Henderson. Good morning. And today's guest is Mr. Gabriele Zuccherini. Hello. He didn't know he was going to be a guest until about 10 minutes ago, but... Uh, pressure, pressure. Yeah? Well, we're, we're right. all here, and that's all good. All right? Yes. All right. All right. So, how y- how you been doing, Gabs? You been alright? Not too
1: bad, not too bad. I uh, had a little shop in Saver Centre today, and uh, it was very busy. Yeah, what bought did you buy? I bought my dad one of those criminal chickens. <laughs> you know? <laughs> chickens shouldn't be three quid, but he insisted on it. He really wanted one of those three quid chickens, I don't so know.
0: The sort of ready-cooked ones or something? Yeah. Right,
2: okay. It's
1: wrong. see them all. You, d- you, just kno- you don't know how long they've been there. I'm no. like,
2: it's, it's lunchtime. Like, how long's that been cooking? I know. It was. It was. I mean, ideologically, it's wrong anyway. When did they stick it on the on the spit?
1: Yeah, yeah. Little bastard didn't stand a chance today. I was napalmed Poor thing. Yeah, nuked, and now it's in my dad's fridge. (laughs) Oh
2: man, so he's not even eating it immediately. No man. Oh, aren't you supposed to eat them when they're hot? Isn't that part of the attraction? My dad just does whatever
1: he wants. So he just waits. There's no supposed to when it comes to my dad.
0: Who was who was the cook in the house? Like when y- your mum was still about. My dad. Your dad was the cook. Yeah, yeah.
1: My mum made a great um, apple crumble, but that was pretty much it. She was an Irish, man. It's like stew; they just boil things to death
0: <laughs> <laughs> within an inch of its life <laughs> yeah. and then serve it up ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my dad was pretty much cook. So yeah, uh, <coughs> I mean, I wrote some stuff down for today, but m- uh, like so much of it is just bitching about shit. You're in a hate mood. Yeah, I've definitely been on a hater this this week. But, but you're I
1: such a warm, loving person. Usually, it must have just
0: oh yeah. Yes. But I just get fed up of shit, man. Like you know, like and you emailed me this
2: week saying you were feeling positive today. What's happened? That was uh, like Thursday.
0: Well, I, you know, it g- I'm very up and down kind of person with with my um, mood, and it doesn't take a lot to put me in a good mood. But like are Huh? Just a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But then it doesn't take a lot to put me in a bad mood. And, you know, you take beer for an example, beer will do both things to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because beer is so... I, I, I actually got destroyed by a beer last night. One destroyed beer. By one beer? Yeah. What, what was it? It was just a can of Foster's. Foster's. I drink, I, I drink Foster's all the <coughs> time, Gabs. Right? Come home from work, you know, and I had a beer with with dinner... And then I just couldn't bring myself to do anything. I just completely killed myself. Like I couldn't even be bothered to watch a film, or you know, do my usual routine of surfing the internet for nonsense. I just went, Jan, I'm going to bed. No, I didn't. Seriously, I, I what d- time was that? About nine o'clock.
1: What came first, the
0: cardigan or the old age? <laughs> 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 well, but yeah, but I'm wearing a cardigan today. Jan got me this. I I quite like it. And like I like that it's got it nice it's actually. got a button for going across your neck when you're getting a bit of a chill. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a super grand <laughs> hey, cardigan.
1: Look, there's a blanket over there. Yeah, there's yeah, get a over the your The Crocheted knees. one.
0: That's that's Jan Jan's uh, grandma knitted that. It's very knee like proper like, yeah.
1: You you got a Starsky thing happening with that cardigan. Starsky's a dude. That was yeah. Starsky and Hutch, he was always and,
0: like, it's got this sort of <coughs> retro thing about it, mm. and th- that's what the, uh, underneath, this is what these guys sort of wear. Look, i have got the um, Concords T-shirt on. Right, right, right. 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 What happened uh, last week, T- Tickets went on sale. Tickets mm. went on sale. First UK gig they've done since probably before the first TV show came out. Flight of the Concords we're talking about. Yeah, right. Flight yep. of the Concords, right. Um and they do they got two london dates at the hmv forum last friday so i don't know how you get this but some people get to buy them on the thursday yeah, priority tickets yeah. there's mm. like some sort of ticketmaster club i fucking hate ticketmaster there's number mm-hmm. one on the list mm-hmm. ticketmaster are a bunch of cunts right mm-hmm. and um i tried to book for flight of the concords on that uh friday and I couldn't get them. They yeah. just fucking sold out immediately. The website's shit. C
2: tickets usually do. Uh, I think C tickets are better. Do, right. they, do they not have any?
0: I don't know. I was. I was just because C C tickets are good
2: because you just put. They just leave you in a queue, and then it just constantly refreshes. So like I, I recently I got the Rage Against Machine tickets for the free gig in um, Victoria Park. Yeah. And I was just sitting at work from nine o'clock. You just uh, load up the web page and just let it keep recycling until it you get in. And then you just... So you don't even need to do anything. You just sit there and wait for
0: it. Well, there you go. Let's boycott Ticketmaster because they're assholes. Because then it happened again. They they uh, it released an extra date at Wembley. And I like I don't really want to go Arena's see massive. them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even want to yeah. see
1: them at Wembley because it's just too big. You're going to be watching some plasma or something.
0: Yeah. Right? And, and so... Um, <coughs> but I just tried just because and... Uh, no, n- s- no luck there. Yeah. Sure By that time, to I was trying to phone. No, yeah. Because I, I was. The thing is, they do it at nine o'clock. Yeah. I'm normally on my way to work at nine o'clock, yeah. so I was just fucking phoning, and then when I got in, I tried the website. No chance. Yeah. So just one of the bricks off. in in your wall of hate. But well, this all lead on to something else, right? Last Friday, I put. Uh, updated my facebook i said boom get ready fa- uh here we go flight of the concourse tickets going on sale at nine o'clock i'm fucking there fingers on buzzers here we go and then after i failed to get the tickets i wanted to do an update and mm. say didn't fucking get them right mm. but i also put uh i went on to ebay There's already tickets up Mm. on eBay. Yeah,
2: people buy them straight away and immediately. Fucking
0: cunts, right? So they're Mm. assholes who just fucking like I don't like. It's quite nice if people can't realize they can't go, and you know they Mm. sell them and then make it available, and people put them on Gumtree or whatever. That's yeah, that's like that's fair enough. People are just fucking assholes. Like I hate. You know.
2: But do you remember when um, when the Jackson tickets went on sale last year? People were, were buying them when they th- they got them for like the op- the opening show or stuff like that. Literally within the hour, they were on f- on um, uh, eBay for like a grand for
0: for one ticket. Yeah. I and mean they, they were cost that's about that. sixty quid well or that's something. That's it. The Concord tickets are, are doubled in price.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and
0: they, and, the, and that was bidding. I remember. The Tom so I just things thought, things. well, I'm not going to buy them off there. You can actually never get them
2: from like there are are music service music industry approved services where it's just it's more like ticket exchange where you just get face value back for them but this is this
0: is the worst thing about it this is worse than ticket touting as a professional or whatever like organised just fucking buying up of tickets which is just shit but this is the worst thing when I tried to update my status about it and I put and they're already on fucking ebay I put the link Right, And not the actual link to eBay, but a tiny URL of the mm-hmm. link to the eBay page where the tickets were, mm-hmm. just in case people wanted to look at it, right? And I got a message from Facebook saying, um, I took a still of it because I was so fucking <laughs> curious about it. Well, they, they sent you an independent... It said, warning, this message contains blocked content. Some content in this message has been reported as abusive by Facebook users. And that's the people who fucking sell those tickets have been able. T- and it's, it's not the fact that yeah. I swore in my status, because I swear in my Facebook status all the time. Yeah. It was because I put a link to eBay on there.
2: To their tickets.
0: Yeah. I don't know how they've done it, but they've, made, they've done something so it's flagged up as inappropriate.
2: Have you ever put a link to eBay selling anything else? Maybe it's Facebook? just eBay. I think
0: as soon as you put a link to eBay on Because mm. maybe yeah.
2: Facebook are trying to stop you from promoting your own items on eBay. Yeah. That's
0: that. fucking offensive to me. That's censorship. And like It's Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's <there's> Facebook fucking <laughs> censoring. I should be able to wa- say whatever the fuck I want about eBay on Facebook. Mm. I should be able to but say I whatever think it's the, the fuck I want. That you're abusing <laughs>
2: eBay or abusing anyone it's, th- it's the fact that you've linked to as far as like Facebook is concerned their corporate line is probably going to be that you're attempting to sell or promote the sale of an item on eBay through your Facebook status so it's basically like you, you say you put something on eBay to sell yeah, well, 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 well uh, yeah, it's not in fucking business but I've seen people say oh I've got two spare tickets to such and such gig you know mm. any who wants them on Facebook statuses and th- I, d- I guess those aren't any problem
0: Anyway, that fucking upset me. Oh, that's brick number uh, two in the wall of hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, uh, this uh, this is something I don't understand. Is like Facebook is not like MySpace in that it's actual it's social networking, but it's a private thing. Like yeah. people can't view your shit unless they uh, are your friend. And I don't understand when people get uh, in trouble for saying shit about their work on a social networking site. It's 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 it's, it's, it's not public domain. No. You should be able to say whatever the fuck you want on there. You know? No. Otherwise, I would oh, mm. Yeah. There just shouldn't be it. hunger
1: in the world, you know? We shouldn't have to pay for toilet paper. Yeah. You know? There's so many sh- shoulds and shouldn't haves, but it's the world we live in.
0: And I still don't have Flight of the Concorde tickets, so, <laughs> it's so...
2: shit. fundamentally, that's what you were most pissed
0: off about. Well, I just would have liked to have gone and seen them. Yeah. Hmm. But... Forget it. This is another thing that happened to me yesterday. this is weird. This is not a hate thing it's just a weird thing is uh you know how we talk about um how like uh, when when a brand takes over a product name or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. right I caught myself saying this um, I watched this there was a TV show called uh, White Boy Black Nanny on last night on Channel Four, and it was a documentary about a kid who was brought up in South Africa who had a black nanny. Mm. Mm. And he didn't know her full name. It, all he had was a photo and he had her first name. And it wasn't even her name, it turns out. It was just a name they'd, they'd like given her or something. It wasn't her actual name. And he just went to South Africa to try and find her. And, you know, you could probably get it on 4ID if you S- want to so see it. So, hang it. on, mm. hang.
2: He, he was brought up in <coughs> South Africa? Or yeah, yeah, just yeah. Okay. Moved That's to cool. England. Right. and uh, he was going back. bad. Now he
0: was going back to try and... Find her. Try and find her. Uh, And... He was white, right? He was white, Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, so (laughs) I said, I said, I I, I can't remember, I was talking to Jan about it. And then I said, you you couldn't couldn't even Google her on Facebook. (laughs) But, like, I meant to say search because you Google on Google. Yeah. Mm. But... I wouldn't be surprised if Google becomes the new word for searching for something. Yeah, because no, you're like, I'll, I'll Google, Google it. Google it. Google it, yeah. But, yeah, like, you specifically... Go- do you only Google on Google? Mm. Yeah. You know? Mm. And I, c- I, f- I couldn't believe Sending I said like you a Google
1: that. party for the lost soldier. <laughs>
2: <laughs> go. I'm yeah. gonna go. And, I'm gonna go Google some late night food. So is, Google <laughs>
0: yeah. is Google gonna take over? I don't know.
2: Probably is. Well, it, it already is. Like mm. You know what? What oh, I, I know, I'll Google it. You know, it's because it, it's already there in your conscience. Yeah, I'll Google her on Facebook. Is That's a prime a example. Strong,
0: of. strong brand. Yeah, mm. yeah.
2: Did you see mm. yesterday? Like, mm. I, I saw on the BBC News that the website that they'd released like the 100 you know websites or something. And they they br- ha- they broke it down into sort of the different um, areas and the maximum uses. And Google is literally like, you know, 50% of yeah. internet usage is through Google now or something. And like social networking, it's 50% through, f- through Facebook and things like that. It's got quite, you're looking at the way it kind of breaks down yeah. globally. Google are literally running the fucking world. How yeah. the hell did it happen? Cause and cause the guys Yahoo who has the shit gu- branding. Hmm. The guy, the guys who um, started Google are like forty now. You're hmm. like, you think, fuck, man. And that's they're just like, and uh, and this also interestingly this week, Bill Gates lost his spot as number one billionaire, richest man in the world, to hmm. the Mexican guy. To the Mexican guy. Yeah, there's a me- yeah, the Mexican guy. The Mexican guy. Carlos Slim. I mean, is he is the Carlos Slim. Carlos Slim's his name. He's <laughs> in he's what he's is he telecommunications. in crime? No, no telecommunications right. in Mexi- Mexico. Oh, wow. oh fro- he's from. I don't know where his business is actually, but he's worth something like fifty-three point five billion dollars, and Bill Gates is now only worth fifty-three. So he's point, he's half a billion dollars. God, oh, Bill that Gates. must have been a thorn but in like his spine. You look at Microsoft; they're, 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 you know, they're going down. Mm. They're going downhill. Bill Gates is is now no longer running things there anyway. Is he? He's concentrating
0: on his uh, philanthropic
2: ex- exercises.
0: Or I'm do. quite disturbed by. I read a, a thing about... Uh, you know, this this might sound good on the surface, but this is me being Olly Paranoia. And it was about how Bill and his wife are investing in lots of money for um, vaccinating people in the third world. And that, that, to me, just... Like, alarm bells are ringing there. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it was some weird fucking mm-hmm. microchip thing. Or... That just, just if it is a vaccination, they're actually trying to uh, destroy, you know, their immune system. They don't need these vaccinations. They fucking already live in that shit. Mm. Why don't you try and spend the money on actually cleaning up that shit, rather than it's always like another problem and never like solving the solution because that will create problems.
1: Yeah, just whatever. Whatever. They want people to be
0: reliant upon. the
2: medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
0: the medicine. You know? Mm. Medicine is never a solution I- no. normally in, in in the modern world. No. It just creates more problems. And, yeah, that just fucking... But, like, people probably think, that oh, I'm just a conspiracy loon. And no, uh, that maybe I very am. Sensible. Fucking no, right. the thing
2: is, like, uh, a lot of diseases are born out of the fact that, in terms of um hygiene and sanitation, a lot of diseases are sort of born out of that. So... It makes sense that if you if you want to fight the root cause of disease, mm. you clean up the sanitation. The medicines because is a cheap alternative to protect the race. The so they're, s-
0: they're probably going to spend billions. Yeah, on Yeah, but, but that's still know? cheaper. But if It makes ge- them
1: more r- rely on the medication more as well. So they have to generate it's you know the lucrative yeah. Yeah.
0: exercise. Isn't if you it? look at like
2: India when. It's malaria sort of... Bla- they've got malaria black spots all over. It's because in, in Mumbai, the slums and the standing still water attract mosquitoes and then mm. they can breed and then they, they, they develop um, sort of, you know, strains of malaria within them. So as a tourist, I go, I've been on malaria tablets for four weeks since I've been back, like taking daily malaria tablets. And I was only in Mumbai for like three days. And mm. um, the root cause of that is the fact that the slums and the sanitation are poor and so it, all this standing water is, is allowed to exist and not be cleaned away, which then makes, kind of, I've had to have seven weeks of medication is what I've had to take in total for that three-week trip. No, oh eight God. weeks of medication. I had a week before, three weeks when I was there, four weeks when I came back. And that's, and that's you know, cost me, I don't know, a pack of malaria tablets is um, 15 quid or something.
0: Just don't go. <laughs> yeah, just okay. fucking watch National G and stay at home. Yeah, I'll just watch, slump, just
2: watch slump Dog <laughs> Millionaire. Yeah exactly. Right. Get, get the same thing. Watch
0: Slumdog and then watch Channel 4, you know, what's his name? Jeremy man. Ramsey went <laughs> to India. That's yeah. all you need to do. Slumdog
2: minute they go to the Taj Mahal and everything, don't they? in that as well. So you could just get like a good view of India. Yeah. Just you know. just need to have a really big plasma so that you actually feel like you're
1: there. Yeah. And then just maybe just, gonna just gonna like 3D tally's tally's Maybe just smear some six months. Hmm.
2: Leave some food around so it kind of rots a little bit. Yeah, you order, order, yourself uh, curry. <laughs> order yourself a curry. have a curry. Even you yeah. know. Some, get sorted. some stray dogs in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> You can just go there virtually. You've got yeah. Google Maps, haven't you?
2: That's, <laughs> one of my, uh, that's
1: one of my subject touchy subjects, is that um, I haven't been to the doctor for probably maybe about 20 years, maybe 15, 20 years. Uh, th-
0: uh, this is another thing that was on last night, which Jan loves and I never watched. Embarrassing Bodies. Yeah, he's, he loves this show, Embarrassing Bodies. And it's never basically it. like, it's like a, a, a clinic sort of thing that goes on tour but it's a TV show, and they encourage people to just come out and just say, look, I've got fucking toe jam, I've got something on my penis, I'll, you know, and yeah. just people go in Embarrassing there.
2: Embarrassing kind of ailments and illnesses. My yeah. God. So.
1: It's insane.
2: So you, you haven't been to the doctor for 15 years?
1: No. Well, it must be about 15 years. I mean, I went to the dentist... Few years, a few years ago, because my wisdom tooth got infected, and I had to go to the dentist for that. But um, I just don't trust people pissing around in my body, basically. Mm. And uh, and I also think it's, um, you know, on that uh, on that sort of level of, you know, needing medication. Once you start on medication, like my dad's on like about ten pills a day, and and they all counteract each other. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to make a video of my dad just explaining his pills. It was going to take about 15 minutes. He he, he yeah, Like, he did yeah a whole yeah. thing once where he was just like, this is for this, this is... F-. And it's just like, I mean, the Italians are kind of quite mad about medication. Like, well, I don't know, my grandmother... Well, everybody's father,
0: fucking mad about meduca- mm. medication. And it it's come from America. Mm. America are so reliant upon drugs, man. Yeah. Mm. And they're just Probably fucking that nation, everything mm. for everything. I, I mm. remember uh, trying to read... Um, Don Simpson's biography, the thing is called I can't remember what it's called, uh, Hollywood excess or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And there is literally about three pages of all the drugs that he was on, yeah, and they've all show. got fucking really long names like yeah, yeah. you know mm. fucking supergallo yeah. fucking. But like
2: all these stories, you hear people dying. Like recently, there seems to be a spate of younger kind of you know celebrities dying. Perhaps yeah. probably started and Recently they're all on subscription Heath, drugs Heath Ledger mm. uh, you know Brittany Murphy Corey Hayne this week oh yeah um, they have all seemed to be accidental overdose due to prescription drugs mm. that seems to be the kind of like current mm. you know kind of thing but t-
0: I mean the big guys I mean I know who was very ill but Michael Jackson mm. Yeah. why why hasn't all this reopened the debate about prescription drugs
1: i mean most people i I, th- I I think most people in this nation that you if you were to have this discussion with with most people, they would think it was insane to not go to the doctor or not take a headache tablet because you 've got a headache you know though to actually just to try and cure yourself or just wait for the problem to 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 die away when it's not necessary to take medication I think is really sensible. But but people just think it's crazy. It's like if you've got a headache, take a tablet. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, it's just but what is, is your that, problem? With? Is so that? no,
1: maybe I need a glass of water yeah. because I'm dehydrated. Yeah. You know.
2: I'm I'm lucky. I've never really suffered from what I call proper headaches. Because mine yeah. are generally alcohol induced, like right. hangover headaches. Right. Um. And I'm just like, people say take take a tablet, and I say it's not going to help me. No just get two pints of water down mm. and then kind of try and gently rehydrate have some mm. sort of food that's not you know fatty or whatever mm. and I'm generally okay it's, yeah. it's never i very th- I've had one occasion when I had a he- headache it was so bad it, you know I didn't I've never experienced anything like it yeah. and I just went to bed I didn't mm. tell if I mm. take a tablet it's not you know it's just gonna the headache's still gonna be there yeah to to, to numb pain is actually you know mm. actually funny enough talking like on embarrassing bodies last night there was a guy with like a he had like a pain in his balls and he'd had a cyst in his testicles and removed the year before and since then he'd been getting his gradual pain he was a bus driver and he said sometimes when he's driving a bus it, it was so painful he had to like stop stop the bus full of passengers so he went on the show and they said we can't find anything wrong and they said it, it's probably psychological you've got to m- psychologically manage your pain because it's you know you've just either got a fear of any little something mm. little um twinge there or anything like that and you're sitting on your after all, they driving a bus. You, you have a tendency to kind of get, um, you c- could kind of get aches and kind of swellings and things down there anyway.
1: I was making move about my seat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he,
2: his like his pain was psychological. Now he could well have been taking God knows what yep. drugs to try yep. and numb that pain, but the pain was still there the entire mm. time. It's just at certain points in his day it would get kind of so much mm. that you had to try and uh, try and find an alternative way of sure. dealing with it.
1: But. Also, the fact is your body is trying to tell you something with that pain. So just shutting it up kind of is. Actually, defeating the purpose of the pain being there—it's yeah. there for a reason. Yeah, you know, it's, um,
2: it's c- yeah
0: communicating with you, isn't
2: it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a um, couple of years ago when I had like a bike accident. Um, I, ever since then, I get like a, at the time I had back spasms from it for like a week and a half afterwards, and I went to the doctor about it because I couldn't walk, and I was like, "Man, this is the most painful thing I've ever had." And uh, he was like, "The problem with a back spasm is that the reason." your muscle goes into spasm, it's to stop you doing whatever it is you're doing, it's straining something in your back, so on your spine. So the only way the body can do that is by putting you in as much pain as it can do to keep you still. But then you can't actually ever rectify because every time you move, it, it wants you, your body just wants you to actually lie still mm. and do nothing and allow mm. the muscle to recuperate and repair itself. But human nature is you want to get up, You know, you want to walk it off, you want to go and do something else. Mm. So in The the consequence was they gave me, they prescribed me diazepam for a, a week or something, which is the muscle relaxant, to relax the muscle so enough to allow me to function and um, stop the body kind of trying to put it into spasm so it could then heal and function. So you're kind of meeting it 50-50, I guess. But um, ever since then, I kind of get the oca- occasional twinge in the same area. you think but um Yeah. Interesting. You know, it is the body's way of telling you to <coughs> stop for whatever it is that's going on and just... Uh, mm. I saw an art installation at, uh, I think it was at uh, the British Museum, um, and it was s- uh, all the pills that this artist's grandparents had taken in their lifetimes, on un- un- estimated because they had, I think one of them was diabetic, mm. and then they both suffered from cancer at various different stages in their life, and what they had done was they'd sewn um, individual pills, of like the ones they had actually taken, into you know, strips of cloth, so it was just a little pouch per pill. And they estimate it was forty thousand pills. It oh took over the course of their lifetime with these different ailments that they were being treated for, and they they it, it was spread out across this huge table. And they, I mean, this thing must have been like, you no, know, ten foot across, and then fuck knows how long, long. How how uh, long the length of it, but it was rolled up one end, so they couldn't even like stretch it out, and it was you know, so many pills in a, in a line, fifty pills in a line or something, and then it was just strips and strips, and, and when and then ev- round the outside of the table they had photographs of um, the grandparents at the different stages of their life, from childhood right up to till when they died, mm. and with with like a little text description of you know the ailments and the things that they were on there, but it kind of really highlighted over the course of a lifetime, it's not just you know, I take the occasional pill for a headache, it's like, hmm. you know, this, this shit kind of adds up, you know, this is the extent of it.
1: But yeah. Do you guys yeah. ever take multivitamins? No, no I never never have.
0: Have. Yeah. I used to take those vitamin C things, because they made my piss really yellow.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've never taken regular, I mean, mum, mum used to try and give us bits and pieces when we were kids, but nev- it never really lasted that long, it was fruit. always like, oh, you get a, t- you get a bot, you know, a tub and just go eat through fruit. it. Just fruit.
1: Exactly.
0: Mm. healthy diet there's a lot to be said about just having regular exercise and eat like having a healthy diet yeah right you I guarantee uh, that you know or I can't guarantee that you won't have health problems but it will fucking limit the chances endlessly and so many people just probably just I imagine just sit around thinking why why has this happened to me what do you eat Hmm. and when was the last time you just Mm. went for a fucking walk you Mm. know Mm. like just exercise and like I don't even do it it's fucking difficult you know I mean I I do it to an extent but like I don't get enough I don't think I get enough exercise and I definitely don't uh, eat as good as I should but you look great Owen well thanks thanks guys you know try you're still ripped (laughs) yeah
1: Biceps bulging in his yeah. cardigan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I drank a can of Coca-Cola yesterday. That yeah. was bad news. That's a thousand calories right there. It's just ridiculous. I didn't even want it.
2: Well, did I, where did you get it from? Well, did you buy it yourself or was it given to you? or did, you, did you just think well, I, I went need, and bought it. Did you just think I need a sugar rush? I, I wanted a drink? sugar
0: rush. Um, I didn't enjoy it, but i finished it. Um, but the, Before that happened, there was a lot of pacing up and down the building going to there's there's like a little sort of canteeny bit where it's like a coffee shop bit and there's the vending machine right down the other end of the building and i kept walking to and from them and the fridge by the little coffee shop wasn't actually working so So the rather expensive overpriced sort of fruity drinks weren't cold and and are fucking overpriced, right? Yeah. Whereas the coke was chilled in a machine and it was like fifty p over one pound thirty five. So
1: calculated, isn't it? It's all calculated.
0: Yeah, and so I just thought, well, I'm just, sh- sh- you know, I th- I thought to myself, I should just get some water because mm. mm. we do we do have little um, like cooler things, uh, but I just wanted something just to because I was. Just
1: you probably didn't need the sugar.
2: Yeah yeah but you should just make your own sort of thing you can make like lemon juice fresh lemon juice hot water cool it and put, or put some sugar in dissolve it in and you can have that as a sweet drink
0: yeah. yeah well in the future i'll try something like that <laughs> but
2: but the thing is like coke i, I would i generally don't drink coke anyway hmm. I've, n- I've never really liked it that much um but I would—I sometimes get that kind of thing. Oh, I need something yeah. cold and sweet, and I usually would get a Sprite or—I or actually prefer a Seven Up. So I'd get like a Seven Up something. But
1: I go down the Ribena route when it comes to that, which is still full of shit. But
2: yeah, well they all are, though, aren't they? I mean, because we used to drink Lucozade <coughs> like it was going out of fashion, mm. and yeah. you know, when I remember one day, I, I used to say Lucozade was a hang good hangover cure because it rehydrated you and it gave you like um, some sugar in to hyper you up. And it was better than coke for that reason. But looking at it, you look at the ingredients, it's exactly the fucking same. Yeah. It's just it's just sugar it's a sugar fix um, with carbonated water.
0: That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Bastards. And it's got all those fucking as- aspartame. E numbered aspartame, all. Yeah. Yeah. All that that shit as yeah. Well? Because that will give you cancer.
2: Everything will yeah. give you cancer. Yeah. Mean, anything that's got remote remote carcinogenic 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 so prophecies. they sell
0: you cancer and then they sell you this sort of cancer sort of treatment yeah. not 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 a cure but a treatment which mm. is not like solving the problem no but because the problem the was at day one you know they created the problem ah fucking hell say something positive man <laughs> let's talk about sasquatch cinema yes yeah. let's talk Let about sasquatch i just added that to the list. Most we talked about it briefly too. on the
2: last show Owen 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 does his classic thing. He always tries to promote it, but he never remembers the dates. So ah. <laughs> so
1: well, the next event is on the twenty third of this month, and it's going to be a nine inch nails video, which is Why don't you just the
0: explain people. the concept first, and then
2: we'll go? the concept of Sasquatch. Let, let Let's go wind back a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. well wait, CEO of Sasquatch Cinema. Well, we, we all are. It's a yeah. So I you g- know, obviously, you've been involved in it from the start. I mean, myself, we Stephen Foley, show. and
1: Owen. Um, yeah. yeah i've been I've been working on sort of uh, just basically the idea is that um well based on the venue that we we're using right now, which is um shortwave cinema in in, sh- in um in uh, Bem-Z square. Bem-Z square um it's a it's a bar cinema and it's a perfect kind of environment to kind of combine the concept of watching a film but also having an event and a night out mm-hmm. um whereas cinema has always been something that has seemed kind of insular in that people go out and they experience something on their own, um, but in the presence of each other, and then they come away maybe and chat about it. Because it's a bar cinema and it's been kind of quite open, and the films we've shown have lent themselves to, to this quite well, the fact that people have just sometimes just laughed, particularly Charlotte, um, have kind of got quite drunk and laughed through the films or chatted through the films, and the volume's loud enough for, for you to be able to hear the dialogue yeah. while people next to each other so a it's a social. Sometimes thing.
2: background. It's like a yeah. background thing to be going on and you're It's foreground, but you're you're experiencing it together, shall we right, say maybe. Right. But um but I mean it's a little bit more social than yeah. watching a film on your own. Yeah, I yeah. mean
1: I think it's it's slightly off the beaten track. I mean it's really easy to get to, but it's not there's there's not a hell of a lot of stuff around there. So mm-hmm. people don't necessarily fall upon right, Bermondsey right. Square and, and decide to go to the cinema last minute because you've got to get there to right. go to so you've got to sell you've got to sell the event, and I think the way to the, the way to promote the films is to turn them into an event, Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, right. and so that's what we've been trying to do, but we want to show um, more difficult films as well, you know, so uh, w- we, we don't necessarily want to show stuff that everyone's going to enjoy, so it's that balance, it's trying to find that balance of finding something that's sort of slightly left of centre. But, but it's always going to promote interest. Yeah, but it's still going to promote interest, and... Um, and the event coming up is uh is the new Nine Inch Nails um uh tour video which has been um which has basically been created by fans of Nine Inch Nails and in it's public domain. So basically it's a free entry. Um and um, and and it's we're we're the only venue in London which is currently showing it and it's being shown worldwide, it's been shown all over America. It's been shown in Glasgow, <laughs> Edinburgh. Um but Nothing no one's picked it up in London apart from us, so um, so that's going to be that's that's going to be really good. I mean, it's um, the limits we have are that, that shortwave cinema is a fifty fifty-seater cinema, so that's the capacity I think legally and just as far as the seats are concerned. But then there's the bar, which is a kind of a, um, a spillover area where people can oh, go and spill their drinks and <laughs> just just get more booze, and they can walk out in the middle of the film and just get another beer and go yeah. back in again. It's, yeah, it's uh, you know and can drink in the auditorium and and I think watching maybe watching a live performance in that kind of environment might really suit itself to yeah. which is something I'm not really done because you can
2: actually replicate the gig almost because I mean yeah. I saw Nine Inch Nails on their last tour in the UK right. and you know it's nice to be able to just go and get a beer yeah. maybe if you, you know some people stand at the back some people right there in the front or w- yeah. w- whatever but I mean it's yeah. kind of would replicate that
1: yeah I mean vibe. it's interesting it's I mean if the screen is, is it's the, the ratio of the screen to the to the auditorium it's basically massive and uh, and it shows uh, Blu-ray um, and uh, it's high definition. It's it's when you watch high definition stuff on there, it's really it really yeah, is really impressive. Yeah. And um, and uh, and th- it will be interesting to see. I mean, yeah. I've not I've never been to um, a, a, a live uh, a, a film of a live performance and and watched it in a cinema. It'd be mm-hmm. really interesting to see mm-hmm. how it goes down. You know. Yeah. Um,
0: so, do you have the details?
1: Yes, eight o'clock start on the twenty-third. Um, free entry March, of yeah. March. Oh,
2: fucking hell! <laughs> well, yeah, really go on. I really want to see it because, I, like I say, I, I watched nine Inch has I saw them He's at the. He's always AT. busy. Yeah. I'm going to see. Um, sorry. Better it. be good. Better be good. I'm going to see Dan Lassac and Scroobius Pip in Coco.
1: I certainly feel really old.
2: You, I've sent you Scroobius, but he's like a poet. It's like hip hop, but oh, okay. he's kind of poet. He does spoken word stuff. Mm. And, and Danasak is kind of, you know, behind the laptop, as it were. Right, right. Um, but they, they're getting kind of quite
0: cool. So Matt won't be there, but you can. But come I really and meet me. I really,
2: really would like. I would. I really want to see that. That's uh, annoying. Mm. Anyway, Basically. enough about you. Sorry, I'll yeah. be there. Owen and Marshall, I will be there.
0: And Gabrielle And Nine Inch Nails will be there and as well. Yeah, yeah. we're Not gonna then, be having like, fun. Actually there,
2: but. Maybe they will show maybe up. Maybe they will. Trent Reznor, he loves that sort of shit. he's Exactly. Really well, he's into interacting with mm-hmm. his fans. Well, I think he got pissed off with Twitter and he closed his account down apparently. But right. um, he he he's, he does. He, I think he interacts on the forums and will have mm-hmm. conversations with the fans of the band and stuff like that. So you know, who knows? Maybe yeah, so
0: who he'll come down. Though. Yeah.
1: And it is a 50-seater cinema, and we're trying to organise getting a plasma sorted out so that um, the bar will will st- will will still be able to get drinks and be able to watch the concert on a plasma if if the 50 seats go. But it's a f- it's always a first come first serve basis with uh, Sasquatch Cinema, so get there early, buy as many drinks as you possibly can, and um, and
2: otherwise well, dr- you d- might buy get as disappointed. As many as
0: you want, but hopefully you want a few, <laughs> so more, a few more. <laughs>
2: Because you can't charge for the film, so you're getting a free movie yeah. in a cinema, yeah. in a cinema, absolutely so in a cinema. Su- so support <laughs> support the, ins- the the institution absolutely. you're in as well. And yeah.
0: uh, you know, Sasquatch Cinema. It's happening. It's on Facebook, and it's indie, and uh, we got a MySpace <laughs> page. So check us out. Although we don't really check the MySpace page that often, so <laughs>
1: we're a bit rubbish at the MySpace. Just
0: just just the uh, the Facebook group. Check us out. Yeah, it's happening. I'm down. With
2: the
0: kids. You're going ghetto again, aren't you? Oh, I'm just
1: trying to be cool. You're right. going you are ghettoing and you live in Rain's Park.
2: Mate, I'm from Seven
1: Sisters.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah? <But> he's <laughs> real ghetto. I'm you're real an Irish ghetto.
2: Italian from Seven <laughs>
0: Sisters. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Only the good off. <laughs> you decide which one's the good off. <laughs>
1: yeah. I wouldn't say I'm from Seven Sisters but I'm, I've, I, so I reside. There, uh, long I long reside in the sisterhood. How long you lived there? Now? Um, I've lived there for about a year and a half now. I think. Have I? I don't know. Where were
2: you before? You were sort of Stratton Way before, weren't
1: you? No. Uh, no. Well, I was in Seaford. Um, now I was. Uh, I, but my dad lives near Mitcham, and um, and uh, on the outskirts of Mitcham. Um, That's pretty ghetto. It's kind of it's ghetto. Maybe not. It's like 1980s England. <laughs> <It's coughs> It's a bit Ken Loach. It's a bit Ken Loach. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit Kes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. Actually, the kids. There's a certain area of Mitcham I only read, I only discovered, just recently, about a year ago. Um, that that brought me to sm- to to <laughs> call a thirteen-year-old kid a fucking little cunt, and um, which
0: i'm interested
1: (laughs) well i mean the kid was just staring at me and uh and in this bus and it did it really felt like the 1980s you know they all had their shirts out and um and they all had unkempt hair and um and no but in that kind of it's like it's like the last 20 years never happened in Mitcham, and um and they've they've all still got that time warp, yeah and that kind of old cockney accent uh, you know and um and this kid was just staring at me for no reason on those uncomfortably close seats, you know, on the yeah. back seat when you're facing a person you don't really know, and especially when it's a pikey little kid. He's just He was just staring at me, and then, uh, and I just was ignoring him. And uh, and then he kicked my leg. He kicked my fucking leg. Fuck. Yes. And um, so I just basically, I sat there, and I thought, what do I do here? You know, it's just... But no one had seen it apart but I felt it, you know. Yeah. And I just thought fuck this and I was in a bad mood because anyway, a mate of mine was down and I was going to see him and that and you know and um I just told him, you know, I said to do that again, you fucking little cunt. And um and he slowly got up, got off the bus and But stared at me and and kissed his teeth as he walked off. And yeah, yeah. and I just thought, you're walking off the bus yeah, yeah, and yeah. staring at me. And then this old lady on the other side was just staring at me like I was an animal because she never saw the kid kick me. And um, yeah, it was quite uncomfortable, really. Just the whole situation, really dark and unpleasant. I don't
2: like buses very much for that no. kind of reason. They're, they're very actually like, you can't just sit there and mind your own business. You have to be... Involved, you're forced to be involved in like mm. a social circle almost. Yeah, you're you're a bit you have to either be a, in part of it or not. And if someone's being rowdy and you know, I don't care, get on with it, you know, yeah. whatever, I'm sitting there quietly, but then you, you're kind of like, Oh, get you somehow get drawn into mm. that sort of circle, you're like, I just, I can't which is bothered.
1: fine. Like in some other parts of Europe, it's great to be in a social environment yeah. on your way to work, whatever, and have some old lady tell you her husband had cancer and blah blah blah, you know, and just people just chat away to you. That's fine, but. London people aren't equipped to have a conversation. No. And when they're stuck on a bus facing each other, you yeah. know, smelling each other's f- sweat and, and feeling each other's facial hair against each other, it's
0: just, like, fucking nasty. Yeah. Can we reverse these things?
1: The How things would you
0: we don't like about this country. Broken Britain.
1: Yeah. Cause there is th- only one way. Vote Tory. <laughs> 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 David Cameron will sort it out. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs>
0: Who who still believes in politics? I just don't believe in it. Like, I've never believed in it.
1: Yeah. I'm stuck in this in this strange zone where I'm really cynical about it, but I hate the fact that I don't vote. And I feel like I should be more political, but I've got no one to believe in. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's really unusual. I think it's, you know, if you go to, like, if you go to Italy and you see, like, graffiti on the walls, I mean... It's generally political graffiti. It's not just someone putting their tag up, mm-hmm. which is like a really kind of it's right wing an allegiance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and which is, in a way, it's really positive, but in another way, it's 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 an allegiance to something really corrupt. But in a way, in Italy, I, I kind of prefer the politics being corrupt because it's really obvious. There yeah. aren't so many spin doctors. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. An well, asshole looks I like I an asshole.
0: I don't arsehole. think it's done <clears> any good our country to have a labor government because people generally kind of think our oh, labor you know it's good that we've got a labor government they're just sh- you know yeah they've proven that they're just exactly the same as, as well,
1: it's a capitalist world and there's no way
0: yeah and and so at least if we had the tories in there it would be like a common enemy <laughs> and people would still go yeah fucking you know the politicians are cunts hmm. you know because it is us versus them,
1: you know. Cameron is quite an obvious cocksucker as well, yeah. Like, a really like
0: he would be a great fucking person for this country because we could all fucking universally hate him. And the thing is, having Labour in it is divided. Pete, well, it's definitely d- you know. I just think that you know.
2: Well, then they're not one way or the other, are they? They're not. Uh, you can't root for them or mm. dislike or hate them. Do you know what I mean? They're just kind of they're filling a void, which is. And, know, and you know, ultimately,
0: like, I just, there's no, there's no party who, who wouldn't have gone to to war in Iraq, in Iraq with, with, you know, and join forces of You America. know
1: what we need to do? We need to get Matt Knight into politics. <laughs> Shopping trolleys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Policy number one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Shopping trolleys. Shopping trolleys, there would be uh, baseball caps. Um, <laughs> these are things that get banned, are they? Or these are things that would get banned. Sorry, yeah. Um, litter, generally litter. In in every I've I've seen I've seen that terrify elderly sort of ladies become
0: like Thailand, with <laughs> Singapore, <Singapore's laughs> this is Singapore,
2: Yeah, they they You get fined, don't you, if you drop a cigarette butt or chewing something like you that. You
1: get fined a limb under Matt's under <laughs> Matt's control if you if you drop any litter. Yeah, and and what else? What else? Well, slam doors. They don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I personally think Matt was responsible for that in his own way. Matt was responsible for clearing up the whole of Seaford of shopping trolleys. He you you know should that? have
0: become the mayor of Seaford yeah. or something. Do you yeah. know that? No.
1: Basically, right, one of the things that used to wind Matt up, and I, I, I thought he was a nut, to be honest, but I really understood he was just an extreme guy. You know, and I totally understood the hatred just, just, for these just, shopping just trolleys. Just
0: for the podcast, Matt is a friend of ours. Yes, right. Matt Knight is,
1: he's <laughs> not just a friend of ours, he's... He's more than He's just the a man friend of us. But man. anyway, he, um, you know, you'd get up at five in the morning to go to work, and the seagulls would be laughing at you, and it'd be dark. <laughs> and basically, there are these skeletons everywhere of of shopping trolleys on their sides, upside down, wheels like up in the air, and you just see them underneath the streetlights. So it'd just be like twenty, thirty, forty of them just lying around because people would bring the shopping to their cars Do and leave trolleys the trolleys. there.
0: trolleys worth like. 150 yeah. pounds yeah. each or something and
1: like that. and these trolleys would just roll into the street <laughs> and cars would drive around them it like just it's like 28 <laughs> days later <isn't laughs> yeah it? <laughs> it was like an, uh, a trolley armageddon yeah. and and basically <laughs> matt took it upon himself before like at about half four in the morning he would always find trolleys that were not in the view of cctvs and basically jump on them until they bent so they wouldn't fit into each other because they're worth, like you say, 150, 200 quid. In the end, he just... I mean, this really occurred to me today, actually, when I was walking up to Saver Centre. I thought, maybe, maybe this all started in Sussex. Maybe Matt started the whole trolley thing, you know, the whole having to pay for trolleys, which is a good thing because you get the money back afterwards anyway, but he would just... Yeah, yeah. but he would just... You'd just see him... (laughs) you would be walking along four in the morning, and he'd just be standing there. There'd be a trolley on its side, and Matt's a big guy; he's like six foot five or something. He'd just be like, he'd just wave at you, "All right." <laughs> he'd just be stamping on a trolley at four thirty in the morning or five in the morning, and just a shadowy figure.
0: It's just, it's just basically saying a trolley was a privilege to have. Yeah, you've blown it. Yeah, yeah. so you have taken it for granted.
2: It was supposed to help you do your shopping. Yeah, so you could buy more stuff in one go, get it home.
1: But he, like, changed Morrison's. It might have even been Safeway at the time. Uh, he, he just, basically, they just stopped having, stopped people, like, they just did the pound coin thing, you know, yeah. and it was fantastic. And and also, um, he he waged a war against the um, estate agent signs. Like <laughs> he, he'd give a time limit, you know, if there was, like, a, a, a for sale sign, that's fine, okay? You can have a for sale sign, because it's for sale. Right. But if it's been sold by, there'd be a time limit on that because then there'd be all these signs that like let by, sold by, let yeah, by, yeah. and they'd be there for months. Matt would just be crawling up there three in the morning after having munted a shopping trolley, pulling down these street sign. You just see him highlight like, like, on your rounds again. They just they just couldn't be bothered anymore. These estate agents just like, who is wh- why are these all being torn down? Why are they always broken into pieces in
2: the
0: morning? That <laughs> like, is activism.
2: Yeah. Do you remember? Do, were you there when someone? Uh, I won't say who but one of our friends pulled a tried to pull a for sale sign down and ended up pulling the front wall of someone's garden (laughs) over
0: oh no who is that
2: well I'll tell you later but (laughs) they they pulled (laughs) it and then like basically they pulled it against the wall to try and like loosen it and then Mm. the front garden wall just fucking collapsed into the uh, pavement
0: oh well well Well,
2: that's that's one activism there like willfully destroying property but it was, obvi- was obviously wasn't the intention. But
1: well, <coughs> yeah. he could join Matt's
2: army, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. As long as he was committed.
2: But, uh, yeah,
1: so um, Matt for uh, Matt for Prime Minister. Yeah. Okay, He's always so said what
2: party would he go for? He'd start his new Just part, a dictatorship, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: He's always said he wanted to be a dictator. But uh, he believes dictatorships can be quite good, you know,
2: if uh, well, run Well, I think, you know, obviously... Um, there's no uh, wording this correctly uh, there's no way you could argue that Hitler was positive mm-hmm. in the sense of <coughs> global figure mm-hmm. however if you sort of look at his effect on Germany as a country mm. economically and in terms of stability he actually took a volatile nation mm. united them and then turned them into an economic force mm-hmm. uh, which he then directed obviously in, in in the way it went but that's actually quite A positive thing to do and Mm. had had he sort of stayed on the side of of peace Mm. he was just interested in united germany for their own kind of future benefit you know people would have sort of remembered him as someone who had done quite a good thing for a nation that was in turmoil Mm. Um, do you
1: believe there's room for peace though and 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 power
2: well i i I mean it's the communist argument is that everyone works for the state and you know it, it it Everything you do is builds the war as one common goal, mm. which is fine on paper, but it doesn 't work because human beings by nature want to be better than their neighbor mm. um, <coughs> so human nature dictates that you 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 are always seeking to be um, more powerful, richer, more able, own a bigger house um, it 's kind of like the greed of humanism if you if, if for want of a better kind of expression, so communism would always fail for that reason so a dictatorship is just that to the ultimate extreme I mean, that's mm. probably the most powerful the most power one human being could ever get is to actually have a rule over a country and its people mm. um, they could probably theoretically you could be a peaceful dictator if you were only concerned with your own country, what you had and, and not expansion mm. however, human nature again if you're in, di- you're in a dictatorship, you're running your country you've got it going well you're looking to expand, you're looking to move to mm. the next stage, which is you then begin to take other people's property, other people's land. So it's just the kind of, you know, from the microscopic human street level, mm. ex- going up the food chain to dictatorship, it's the same um, human nature at work.
1: But I think I know quite a few people, um, taking it just to a kind of a really personal level, I know quite a few people that aren't that way inclined, and it's, it's just the people that rise to power that have those yeah, okay. ideologies.
2: Yeah, but then I suppose it's always um, a dictator can only dictate to people who are prepared to allow that to happen Mm. to them. There's always going to be a segment of society which says, "I don't want to be dictated to." I, I," you know, communism um, has its supporters as Mm. well as well as its detractors. Mm -hmm. So you know, and and, and communism does work for uh, certain sections of society which find it prosperous and Mm. um, so on and so forth. But Mm. yeah, fundamentally, um, not being able to the people who are prepared, who it they get taken over, it's because they're not egotistical. Mm-hmm. They don't have the kind of the greedy streak which mm. um, a dictator would have to get into power. So they kind of let it happen. Well, mm. you know, for one of them to suddenly stand up and fight off this dictator, it's they are then becoming something which by nature they have never kind of demonstrated to be. Mm. So, uh, I mean, it's co- obviously it's, you know, complex, but... Um, Owen gets Owen gets annoyed when I talk.
0: You're just right, listen. Let me talk just let Cox. me give you a straight question here, right? <laughs> yeah. Humanity, right? Humankind, are we doomed?
2: Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. We're gonna we'll we'll. There's there's no way for us to reverse the traits of time. We're gonna we're gonna use everything. We're gonna then seek something else, and we're fundamentally gonna implode because. We're gonna keep seeking more and more and more and it's gonna be less and less available. Dare obviously.
1: I say, does it even matter?
2: No.
0: I mean, Gabs, humanity, right
1: Doomed, mate. But uh, but there are more important things than humanity and this like to for everyone to assume that we are going to totally destroy the planet is is quite egotistical. I think I think nature will survive us and uh, cockroaches will be dancing on our graves.
2: Well you'd you would you would like to think that obviously nature is its own entity in which mm. cannot act, you know fundamentally <coughs> c- while it can be altered and affected mm. it's still it's still going to exist i mm-hmm. mean uh, wh- whether whether we can ever destroy the planet is probably probably not so um, we can change it so that we can't we can live on the planet yeah and we could adapt it so much that we mm. we now can't inhabit it anymore mm-hmm. um but fundamentally if you you know looking at sort of the astronomy of it um the sun will expand eventually and consume the planet anyway, mm. so that's nature running its course mm. and so we'll you know we'll we'll know we'll cease to exist as will the planet mm-hmm. and nature would have won it's just that while we've had this planet inhabited it we've perhaps not uh, you know we we we've exhausted it for what what we can get
0: Matt what's the best thing that's happened to you this week? <laughs> <laughs> this is me finishing on a song. this is positive. What's the best thing that's happened to you this uh, week? We're finishing already. Well, right. yeah, we've done a good 50 minutes oh of shit. nonsense. Uh, so. uh, I,
2: I started yeah, reading a anything? book. Huh? I started reading a book that I've intended to read. Ag- I've read it before, but I wanted to read it again. And I keep kind of saying, oh, no, I've got to do this 1st got to do this first. I've do this first and what thought, is it? Fuck it, I'm going to read it again. And started reading it the other day. It's uh, American Tabloid by James Elroy. So, I started reading it
0: on... Is that one of those sort of pulpy style books, is it?
2: No, it's all about um, the JFK assassination.
0: All oh right, okay.
2: So it's it's kind of um. But, J- but does James he write sort of stuff that's a bit sort of crimey? He he's a crime writer. He wrote Hello Confidential.
0: Oh yeah. Mm. And he just he's. I thought um, the name um, rang
2: But it's one of like one <coughs> of my in terms of my own writing. It's one of my most sort of influential writers. And American Tabloid is probably one of the first books I ever read and thought, you know, shit, I'd love to do something like that. And it's just so kind of like detailed, and it's kind of. Fictional history, so h- h- I mean, J- JFK, Bobby Kennedy are characters. Jay who was a character, Howard Hughes is a character in this book.
0: Oh, have they done a movie of this?
2: No, no, it's never been made. It would be a good moody, mo- moody, moody. Would be a good movie, but it's kind of they could never do it justice, you know, because yeah. it's 600 pages long and it's so detailed, it's it's insane. James always insane. He's just kind of, you know.
1: Who would you have playing the main characters?
2: Well, it splits in. It's in. There's three main characters. It's told by three protagonists. And um,
1: who would you have playing the? We're getting
0: fucking Matt Damon to do the Robert Kennedy movie, aren't they Oh, are they? Uh, you need to get an unknown, I think.
1: Bob Hoskins.
0: Bob Bob Hoskins for 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 what? Robert Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant.
1: I saw him play Stalin, so he can do anything. <laughs> ben
2: Kingsley. Banana heroes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know actually I can't it's a difficult question I think because mm. you know the thing is about about um, this book is that you know the characters but the, the, the protagonists are obviously all fictional mm-hmm. so while you can see you know JFK's in it you know what he looks like because he, he's a real person whereas to mm. see these other guys they they kind of leave you to your imagination and I think yeah. you know so I, I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. it would be an interesting qu- it would, I mean it would be a great film if they could do it but I don't think they
0: could ever make it
1: you're right it would have to be unreaded Your best thing of the week? I'm looking forward to... I had a realisation that I've been frustrated about the fact that Four Lines hasn't come out. It's not being shown anywhere. It got shown in America, and it's about a British subject. It's by Chris Morris, and I think Sasquatch Cinema is going to try and snap it up and show it, but I haven't approached Warp. (laughs)
2: <laughs> to be confirmed <laughs> yeah TBC has that actually got a release date over here then
1: yeah m- well not a date but, a mu- uh, uh, but maybe it has got a date but as far as I'm aware it's, it's May and it's going to be shown in Bradford which is cool because it's it's right. I think it's set well, part of it is set in. Yeah. That, I
2: mean. And do you think that's going to get a re- national release? Or yeah, I think so. I it think must
1: it's be. It's not. It's actually quite a gentle film, apparently. Uh, um, but it, but they, but um, what I've read about it sounds like it's it's it's, it's heavy in a way um, because you know there's impending doom involved in yeah. the narrative. But they're supposed to be quite nice guys.
2: I saw a trailer for it, and it was kind of the like clip with the. The clip when they're talking about him asking for bomb materials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was watching it, thinking it, it's like Team America when they when they, try, they say we're going to disguise you so you look like one of the terrorists and they just glue a bit of like <laughs> um, a beard to his yeah. cheek <laughs> and then they send him into Durkestan or whatever it is they call it. And I was watching thinking it's the same type of kind of yeah. sa- um, satire. It's like, what did you do? I oh, put on a woman's voice. <laughs> yeah. it's like, why did you put on a woman's voice? Like, they just the nonsensical thing that they've done. But it does. It looks brilliant like yeah, it from that clip. It, if it follows that kind of same thread throughout, I mean, that's yeah. like something I'd really enjoy. I've
1: heard, I've heard mixed reviews, but I think it's going to be really interesting. At least it's yeah. just going to be a really interesting approach to. And uh, what about you, Owen? Come on, something freaking positive, man. The coke.
0: Um, you realize? No, it like wasn't the Coca Cola. No way. Um... It's probably, uh, what have I done? That was good. Um, well, I, bought, I invested in some um, some web space. Oh, nice. So I'm building some websites. So that's, that's a positive step, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's very positive. I
2: thought it was going to be bigger than that. I've got and some when other like stuff that like I, I, I don't actually want
0: to talk about. On the podcast yet? Yeah, I want to announce it when it's a bit okay, it further okay. on. In and right you're going to
1: complete norm one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, we got a short film coming very soon, so we'll post a link as soon as uh, it's it's there. So you're
2: giving this as a as a pre-warning of future joy. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm
0: guaranteeing
2: people. Couple of podcast time, <laughs> you, he's going to blow your fucking minds about how how happy he is.
1: He's going to be <laughs> shitting rainbows.
0: I think uh, anyway. Thanks for everyone who's listened to Oscar Wilde Sausage Episode Twenty Six. Uh, I've been your host Owen Marshall, and I've had fun. Matt,
2: I've had a good time, and thanks Gabs for coming along. We thought we were going to have to do it just the two of us, but it's nice to it's have. it been a, a pleasure. I can't a, a third a third opinion to um, d- you know generate interesting discussion. I'm always there for you guys. <laughs>
0: Ho, ho, ho.